Hi guys, welcome to season two, episode seven of the Mummy Fat Podcast. As ever, I'm joined by producer extraordinaire, Mr. Roman Conrad. How are you, Romcom? I'm all right, Stuart. Stuart, how are you? Very well, thank you. Very well. Also, co-host, quiz master, and uh, all-round top egg, Mr. Ross Hunter. Ross, how are we? I'm good, mate. I'm so glad you called one of us a top egg, because that's your usual greeting. If you ever listen to the start of them, it's always all-round good top egg. I never call anyone, don't know where that comes from, I never call <laughs> anyone a top egg. Top. There's, do you know what? Top. There's, there's a word I've not heard for ages. Top. Mate, that's, that's top. Top. That's top. top. So what are we doing said, this week? Sorry, go on, Rob. So someone said something to me the other day, and it was one of them words that just pulled out the bag from like 1983. Ah, was it yonks ago or something? Ah, it was somewhere. Yonks. Yonks, and I just these, went. These might be quite mankisms or yonks. And... I, I think. Yeah. What's the what's the proper word for that? Ages. <laughs> no, not for yonks, but for the uh, isms. It's a proper word. Colloquialism, colloquialisms, colloquialisms. No. That's it. That's what it is. Colloquialisms. I thought it was more to do with um, like a ter- not territory, like the kind of area. Colloquialisms. Anyway. Yeah, colloquialism. I'm trying, Rom. I, I really, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, no, but there, no, there's another. All right, there's another word then. That, that's, anyway. It's great content, guys. Well done. We got together um, to record this podcast. Um, things have changed, haven't they, over the last week or so? So after getting out of lockdown and being in lockdown for you know six months, we are as a nation we are back in lockdown, uh, and we just wanted to talk about it, didn't we? Um, and how we feel about it. So I'm going to go to you first, Ross. I know that you're you're still working. Uh, how are you feeling about this second lockdown? Absolutely nothing's changed for me, perfectly honest. Nothing's changed. Um, being brutally honest, I wasn't going to the gyms before. I'm still not going to the gyms now. Um, I, I, being even more brutally honest, the missus does the shopping online and it gets delivered, so no change there. Um, I work from home and have done since, what was it, March? Um, so yeah, literally no diff, no different. I've got no mates anyway, so I don't see anyone. So I don't go pub. So oh, that's the way it what goes. Are you, what, are you, what are you missing? What are you missing then? What's the one thing that you can do? You thinking I absolutely love to do that. Uh, my own space, if I'm honest, because it's sometimes like say working from home or yeah, I know I'm working from home and I've still got the kids at school and the wife's away and I'm working and stuff, but. You need your own time, don't you? Do you know what I mean? That's about it. Yeah, you need your special time. Everybody needs a bit of special time. <laughs> this, this is just <laughs> Where would you usually get that time? Where would, you, would it be like on the road at work? Or would you... No, I've tried it on the road and the, the, the vans drive past you. They're a bit higher than you. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, 
Yeah, because they look in and it disturbs your peace. That's what I mean. Um, yeah, do you know what? I miss driving, to be honest. It's quite a good point. I'd, I'd normally do a lot of miles in my job. Um, and yeah, I actually miss that contemplating time. So I normally just use it and listen to podcasts or music or... And it's it's a really good time for me just to kind of de-stress and chill out. You just kind of hit the motor, especially in the motorway, and you know you've got 100 and odd miles to go and you can just zone out. And miss that, to be honest. And going away for weekends and stuff like that with the kids and the family and that, I enjoy just going away to a caravan somewhere or, a, you know what I mean, any any kind of thing like that, just getting away. And I suppose the best throw family in there, and I, um, that's probably a good one. Um, yeah, miss seeing them as well to a point. <laughs> sure you'll love listening to that Ross yeah they will what about you I'll ask you this time Stu because then we'll leave Rom till last so we don't miss you out we know you don't like getting missed out of these questions I know because I ask them and then everybody forgets to ask them to me but no, yeah, no, thanks, for... thanks for that mate no problem um, you're a good egg cheers cheers mate <laughs> what, am I, what am I missing um, I I'm think I'm, I'm very similar to you Ross on, on that front I do miss a little bit of time on my own um, away, uh, do you know what? I, uh, I miss. I need to go on holiday, man. I miss on. I'm missing an holiday massively. Um, it's a big, big distress kind of couple of weeks for me, where I can just switch off, um, try and get away a couple of times a year, um, and I'm missing that massively. Um, the last holiday was over a year ago, um, and it was we went to. This goes down really, really like. Um, spoil this now um, but yeah we went to Disney and it wasn't the kind of we went with a big group of us, big family it wasn't a relaxing holiday, it was great don't get me wrong Ooh, somebody's doing well at MVF aren't they? <laughs> no I don't really do that, I don't really do that. no that's not true because it was before I even started this job so there um, so so yeah it's just it wasn't a relaxing holiday I, I miss sitting on the beach and drinking some beers and, and just doing absolutely nothing and not having anything to think about or and that kind of thing, yeah. So I'm missing, I'm missing going away, getting a bit of sun, to be honest. No, and I, I get, I, I get that. I, I just had the half term off with the kids and the wife at home, and you end up doing the same thing you do as an evening, just watching shite on Netflix. Do you know what I mean? You, you play games with kids and stuff like that, and so I get you on that one, definitely. Yeah. Rob, um, ah, oh, what am I missing? Um. Just like yeah, just seeing my mates, just going round. Cause I'm a, I'm not a, a pub kind of guy. I'm just like a go, I go around to their houses, just chilling and having a chat, having a few beers that way. Maybe barbecue or something. Um, yeah, barbecue. I'm just, I'm just missing that. And I'm, you know, the games of football. I, I, I'm missing it anyway because I couldn't play because I was, you know, injured. So, I was gonna say shit, but. <laughs> oh no, we all know that. We all know that. Um. You know, because I've never scored a, a free, uh, you know, a goal from a corner. Um, I, I know someone that has. Yeah. Roberto Carlos. Is it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. David Beckham. Okay. Um, on the same level as them, I like it. Keep going. All right. Doug from Sunday League team. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, that's what I've been missing. I've been missing and just, just hugging my mum. You know, when I go around, I'm just, I get quite upset that I've not hugged my mum this year. Or certainly, you know, for the last eight months. And every time I see her, it's just like, I just want to give you a hug. And just taking that that away from 
you know, because I've always been a mummy's boy. So I think just being able to hug people. That, I'm, I'm kind a of, that kind of human interaction. Yeah, I am a touchy-feely person anyway. So when I, you know, I do like gesticulate a lot and when I'm talking and, you know, I like to hug people and things like that. And, um, and it's just, you know, I feel restrained doing that. So, or not doing that. Um, so I think that's, that's been the worst thing for me, that keeping that distance and that training yourself. And I think the worst thing is, I think when we do allow, are allowed to hug, hug people again or interact with people again, it'll take, my, it'll take me a while to, you know, transition again. I think you'll be back into it, mate. Yeah. You'll be hugging everyone. Overhugging. Overhugging, yeah. Yeah. Too too touchy feely. <laughs> too. Well, I, I thought you were going to put like a. You can only do a two touch hug. <laughs> What's a two touch hug? It's like two touch football, but only uh, hugging. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I can kind of see where you're coming from. I'm, I'm missing. I'm not a massive like night out kind of guy. Um, what I do like I do blow out every now and again as both of you will know uh, yeah um, and I'm missing that if I'm honest yeah just one night I'd be quite happy just yeah. just a Friday night after work just go and just get blottoed and there's a word I've not said in a long time um, I go and get leathered and just yeah just have a just a stupid night be great just one yeah. be alright then yeah, like one every six months. That's, that's like my ratio anyway. It's like one every six months anyway. So, but yeah, I haven't had one for over a year. So, takes you six months to get over it. It does. It does take me at least three days to get over a hangover. Me, I'm, I'm definitely a two day person. 100%. 100%. Just can't cope. cope. Yeah. So, speaking I, of that, hangovers and drink. Correct. How's it gone? Incredible segue. Um, yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. And do you know what? I found a beer. Non alcoholic beer that I actually really like. Bex Blue. Uh, no, it's not Bex Blue. That's the market leader, but it's not great. Um, yeah, it's no, good so Bex Blue. It's Bre- good. Brewdog, Brewdog 2. I'd give a shout out if anyone from Brewdog listening, you know, send us some free shit. Um, Brewdog do two. So they do one called Nandy State and they do one called Brewdog AF, which I, I which Punk. after having a few, no, no, yeah, well, this is the thing, right? So I'd, I'd, I'd ordered Brewdog AF, right? And in my head, I was thinking, does that sound for like AF? Like, as, I would think it is like as as swear word. Um, no, I'm sorry, sound podcast as fuck. Um, and no, then it dawned on me that it probably stands for Brewdog Alcohol Free. I have an issue with that. <clears throat> I have an issue with that one because I had that on Friday or on Saturday. Brewdog Punk FA, uh, sorry, Brewdog um, Punk AF, Punk as fuck, or alcohol free. Says on the front, non alcoholic. Then it says 0.5 alcohol. No, see, this is where you, this is where you say, see, this is the thing, right? Point. I feel violated. Half a point is classed as being alcohol free. How? What, how why does that, why? why? Because he's less alcohol in that than there's a can of Shandy Bass Rum. Is he? Pretty much. Yeah. Never check that. Yeah, so this, I think they say something like because it's so low, by the time you drank the can, if you've got a breathalyzer, 
But it's how you drink the can. It's but it's not alcohol free, though, is it? That's my point. It's not alcohol free. Yeah, are you two, yeah, but, are you two right. like both openly admitting that you've cheated? No, no, it's no. I no. didn't know until I'd finished it. No, no, it's alcohol free. It's classed as alcohol free. So, do you class um, uh, mouthwash as being alcohol free, Rob? No, it's got alcohol in it. Well, I don't, I don't I dr- it. Wait, I don't drink mouth, mouthwash. Does, I don't drink mouthwash. Some people do. Who, who drinks mouthwash? Who swallows it? Me. Do they have there's minty a, shit? There's a question and a half, Rob. Do you have minty shit? Because it, like, just flushes out. Do you have, no. like... But, yeah, it's, it, is, it is alcohol free. It is alcohol free. Anything like anything less than one percent plus alcohol. Well, I don't feel violated then. I feel that no, I'm all right. That's so, not free. It's not free. You can't go into a shop and go, "Well, that's that's point five of of a, of a pound." So can I have it? Because it's not. That's not free. Yeah, of course it is. Go fifty p. Point five of a pound. Fifty p. So it's still costing me something. So it's still got booze but, in it. You two not, cheaters. But, but it's no, not that, a pound, though, is it? But it's not no, a pound. That, that, <laughs> that is the worst analogy I've ever heard in my life. Well, it's the first one I could think of. But yeah, it is. It is class legally as being alcohol free. It's not in the court of Ross, anyway. Well, well, legally, I've been above board then. Ding. Yeah. So yeah. First time for everything. Who's popular? Turn it off. I like to I like to leave that on on the podcast so people think that they're getting text messages while they're listening. It's funny. Oh, <laughs> great one, yeah. So so yeah, so it's going all right for me. How's it going for you? Ping! <laughs> Love it, Rob. It's really annoying, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, you are. You are. Yeah, how's it going? How's it going for you two? Um, I thought we just. Oh, for the beer. Um, yeah. Uh, do you know what? Not not missed it at all. I've had. When did we stop? First of September. Yeah, it was first of September. First of September. Me and, you, me and you. First of September. It was. Um, I thought I was going to really struggle on the Friday because normally. Friday night is the drink. It's the night of I have. <clears throat> I'll have a load of beer, um, and kind of sailed through it. Didn't bother me too much. Um, I think I've had two two times when I've gone. God, I could really do with a beer now, which isn't bad. What are we on now? What's the date today? Is it something like the ninth. Smart. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I've got not bad. Can, we can say we've done a couple of months. That sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, no, it's not. It's not bothered me at all. Mainly because, like I say, you're not. I'm not going out. I think I've been out a few times on like family meals and stuff. But I'm I'm one of those people where if I'm going out somewhere and I'm driving, I won't even have a half a glass or a pint or anything like that. I'll just because I'm driving, I don't have anything at all. Um, so I've just used that and done that if I've been going out anywhere. So not 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 real massive issues. I think it's when. It's, it's like gatherings and stuff. It's that when you're at a party or you, you meet, yeah. or like Rom said, you just, or like you said, if you, if I was to have someone to say, do you want to come around for a barbecue? I'd be like, oh God. <laughs> barbecue and beers just hand in hand. Yeah. So that'd be my struggle. But now nah, I'm a bit high, mate. I'm fine with it, to be honest. I've not even had any non alcoholic, yeah, non alcoholic with a little bit of alcohol in them beers. Not had any of them. Good. Good. How about you, Rom? Um, I, I, do you know what? I've really enjoyed it purely for the fact that I've had so much support from Jen. She's doing it with me. And so much so that her mum and dad are doing it. Um, 
and it's it's, it's been fantastic um, because we're just trading like oh we tried this bit oh we tried that bit and it's because this, I think the there's a big market for non-alcoholic drinks now and back in the day we just had Calibre didn't we uh, now there's pretty much every brand of alcohol you can think of has the non-alcoholic version and I cannot wait hashtag Guinness um, for Guinness Zero to come out because I've heard I think it was five years in the making and they've tried to they've, try, they've tried to make the taste of it exactly like Guinness so I'm really looking forward to that as well Guinness Cold I think it is as well um, um, and yeah with Jen and she's been saying the same that she's you know she's not been craving the alcohol she's maybe craved it slightly a couple of times but the thought has just then gone away and she's just gone, I forgot I even thought about that because, you know, it just, I don't, I'm not thinking about drinking the alcohol. Um, you know, and I said to her, I said, when we're back on the alcohol, I'd love to do, if you just feed me non-alcoholic drinks for the night as a placebo and see if it actually, you know, um, go through and feel like I'm getting pissed. Because, I, you know, I'd wonder if I'm like at a barbecue and someone's just feeling non-alcoholic and I'm like, oh, yeah, wait. and more and more than that goes on, I reckon, with the placebo effect kicks in, I reckon I'd be like, you know, lads, 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 but... Sorry, then, did you just did you just ca- catch my announcement? On a, <laughs> did you hear that on Alexa? I don't know if it came through. No. My kid's asking for a cuddle to be put to bed. So she just announced it, so it came through in the kitchen. <laughs> Sorry, Rob, I didn't, just, I didn't want to give you an editing nightmare. I don't even... Uh, you always do anyway. I don't I don't even uh, do it anyway. You've become anyway. very pointed over the last few weeks. When I, I re-listened to last week's podcast, and you gave me some shit, to be fair. I was like, what did I do? Pointed. I ask, I ask myself at every podcast that same question, Ross. What did Ross do? to be fair I've always been pointed so savage do you think so when you were talking then and we were like and I was you know me and Ross were like I'll miss like a night out with the lads kind of thing do you think that you would be able to go on a night out with the boys um, and not drink and feel okay about it yeah, I think that's when non-alcoholic beers really come into play, is when you're on a night out with the lads and you're like, I'm going to drink, you know, Guinness here or, or Blue Dog or, well, Bex Blue, whatever. Um, and you can kind of drink one for one. Doesn't save you any money because it costs exactly the same. Doesn't save you any calories because they're, they're not too dissimilar. Um, but I think psychologically you feel as though you're being part of it to, to a point. Yeah, I think for me, I I think because I'm not drinking, I know I'm not drinking, I will be designated driver. So then there's no urge then to drink. Um, I have been out with the lads where I've not been designated driver and I've not drunk. Um, and I have done it. I've actually been to a stag do as well where I um, didn't drink. Um, but I did stock up on a load of um, non-alcoholic beverages um, to, to channel it. Um, and I found some really bad ones. Uh, I shall not name names, uh, but really, really bad. One was just like sugar and water. It tasted like sugar and water. Literally, you could taste the granules. Um, it was awful. It, ta- it, it sounds like Schmeineken. Um, so, uh, yeah. Do you? I don't know. Yeah. It's, no, it's I like that better than the Bex Blue. 
No, see, I, I'm a, I'm a big Budweiser drinker. Have you um, tried the Budweiser one? No, I hated them. Thought they were did you, you had one this weekend, didn't you, Ross? Did I see a picture of you this week or somebody this weekend drinking a Budweiser? Wasn't Not me. I, I saw a picture as well. Who was that? Connor. 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 It was Connor, yeah. So have you had the Budweiser one? Yeah, I, I've had them before. I've had that, I've had the Heineken, I've had the Bex. Because I, 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 I say, I wish I could drink all like the brew IPAs and all that stuff. And I could be quite a snob when it comes to it. But I just don't like the taste, being completely mm-hmm. honest. Not even non-alcoholic ones, just don't like them. So I drink loads of lager, all like your shit lagers and Fosters. And well, I don't drink Fosters, but that kind of lagery drink. Um, so yeah, I've tried most of them. And I, I don't even drink, I won't drink Bex when I go out. I don't like Bex, but I found that to be the best non-alcoholic beer, to be fair. Um so yeah, shout out to Bex, throw us a few crates, be awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, for, for me it's the best of the, of the streamline, but I think my favourite I've found is the Erdinger. I think that's that's beautiful, the that Erdinger. That was got like an, is that one that's got like an orange kick to it? Like an orangey taste, like a citrus taste? I've had an Erdinger that's got, no, it's got like a citrusy taste, I wasn't a massive fan of that. No. So what, so if you went on a night out, right? And you went out with the boys and you weren't drinking, would you tell them you weren't drinking or would you just have a load of non-alcoholic beers? And... Nah, I think I, I'd, I'd tell them. I'd say I'm not having a beer, but I'll, I'll, I'll drink along with you because... Would you get a stick for that? Uh, no, I don't think I would. My group of mates, I think I'd be all right. I think they'd leave me be, be all right. Um, but yeah, I've done it before been out and but I drank but it was before well, it was going back years before the narco like you said when it was calibre um, and just drank coke and you just get fed up of drinking coke and lemonade all night it's just so your teeth end up like just covered in film it's minging. yeah furry teeth and then you have a sugar crush yeah. a sugar crush a sugar rush uh, a sugar down the morning after so your red does you do get a headache because you've had so much sugar but but not having a beer I think the the hardest bit is the first two pints that they're all drinking um, and then once all the beer starts all flowing and they all start getting a little bit giddy after a couple of beers, I can just act like a fool and join in anyway. So I don't really need the beer to, to act like a fool as it is. So I just join in and just carry on then. So it's yeah. fine. I, was, I, I, I need it a little bit. Um, not need it. That sounds really bad, doesn't it? Um, I do find that it does uh, lower my inhibitions a little bit, if I'm honest. Um, I know that Rom... It's exactly the same whether you have a beer or not. You know, just that's who he is as a person. For me, it does it does bring me out. Sounds really odd, this because it does bring me out of my shell a little bit. I'm not really in a shell, but um, it does lower no, me. No, I, I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean. Yeah. I've, it's just I've nice, not... isn't it? It's just you kind of get that little bit of a buzz within the first few beers, and then it gets. See, I'm I'm one of these uh, drinkers who's quite slow at the start. So uh, it takes me a while to get into it, but after three pints, I, I'm like a, a juggernaut. I get faster and faster and faster as I go on. Um, I remember being on a night out with me and you one time. We were all out when we were playing football. You went, Ross, I've not seen you all night. Come on, let's go in here and have a beer. And we were walking at the back of the group and we just went in one bar, me and you. I think we did about four pints in about 20, 30 minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then everyone's rubber ringing us. Where are you two? We'll be there in a minute. And we got there and we're half bloody then trolled by the time yeah. we got home with them. That was good. That's then. it. That's the kind of way I drink, which is I actually, in a weird way, 
I probably prefer it, but I, if if I know when I've had enough, some days I don't. Like sometimes you're an hour, you don't know when you've had enough, and you have that. You're only chasing that one beer, and just gets a bit bit soft, and then it's two o'clock in the morning, and that's worse for me. It's the lack of sleep that does mean for the hangovers, because you do sleep, but it's not even proper sleep. It's like broken sleep, and that's for me. That's worse than the feeling the crap because of dehydration because of the alcohol. See, I, I've I've noticed I haven't got an off switch. I genuinely haven't. I'll either I'm either all or nothing. I'm either drinking and I'm getting pissed, or I'm not having not having a drink. That's that's what I've really realised about me. I am I am quite like yeah okay okay. I just don't need to do that. Just cut it out. It's fine. And I'm, it doesn't bother me too much when I get that mindset. It's that when I'm going like oh I'll just have one beer because I'm never having just one beer. It's not happening. That's you, but that's you anyway. As a person, that's you in the gym, right? That's you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like football in it. You know what I mean? Either all I mean, in. All in all action, or you know, you don't want to know, or you know, you even at the gym five days a week, or you, you're not there at all. No, uh, true, yeah, definitely, definitely all in or nothing. It's got to be done. Hello, Stuart here from the Manly Fat Podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you like this episode and want to hear more like them, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Hit subscribe and turn on your notifications to make sure you're always up to date. What are we doing to keep ourselves on track during this lockdown? So uh, it's been a bit stop start for everyone, I think, hasn't it? Uh, leagues have started back up. Mummy Fat Leagues have started back up. Some are running, some started earlier than others. Um, a lot of them are venue dependent. And then obviously, national lockdown comes. Um, I'm. I'm you know, England's locked down, so all the English leagues are shut. Scottish leagues are coming to shut. Welsh leagues can open, but have been shut since since the beginning of lockdown. Um, so yeah, so what are, what are we us three doing to keep ourselves on track, Rom? Go with you first. Me, uh, I've picked up my camera again. Uh, I've picked up my camera again, and I've, I'm out. Start, I've, I went to the park where, with another friend of mine. Um, following him on Instagram, Manchester Urban, uh, fantastic photographer. Uh, and I just, I just enjoy football, uh, football uh, photography. And you know, you know, a, a few podcasts ago when we were talking about self-care and what we do for self-care and I said, I couldn't find mine yet. I think that's it. I think looking, looking, looking through the lens is, and, and just editing my photos because I said, I said, I, I didn't want to be at, at the screen. So I obviously edited the photos at a screen, but when I'm out there for three hours or four hours just walking around and taking photos, I love it. I just, I love it. And you'll never get that perfect picture. You'll never, you'll, you never go out for that perfect, you'll never get it. And you just got to appreciate that you'll never get that perfect picture. And it's took me a long time to realise that. And also... Um, yeah, that's because you, you are quite a perfectionist, though. Yeah, I am. And then I've slowly realised that there's, there's no point and it was like um, Mike Richards said, "There's nothing. What, what would he say? It was something like, um, there's no, it's not perfect. It's better to do than to get perfection or something like that.' And it's true. It's true. So I would just pick up my camera and I snap. And if somebody else appreciates a photo that I've done, that's a win for me. But you appreciate it as well. That's a win for you as well. Yeah. That we talked we talked to Shan on last podcast about, didn't we? of just doing something because you enjoy it and doing mm. it for you and nobody else. 
Yeah. Do you do you do you wish that? Because I know, and you've been quite candid about it as well that you that the first lockdown you struggled with. Um, oh, amazingly, yeah. Do you wish that you'd started that a little bit earlier? Do you wish you'd got out with camera a little bit earlier? Well, I did. I, I went. I went into Manchester on um, Bank Holiday weekend. Uh, May last May Bank Holiday weekend, I went into Centre Manchester. Uh, nine in the morning, um, and it was. I got off some very good shots. It was like a ghost town, um, and then I went up to, up to Wernerflow um, that day um, and took the whole of Manchester. And, and it was when the air was so clear because there was no pollution on the road, no planes in the air, and I've never seen a clearer day. Never seen a clearer day. Um, but from then, I think that's where the spiral came because I didn't. I didn't have that. I didn't make that connection with my camera then. And I think that only came when I was at the caravan with Jen when we were away uh, at the beginning of September because I realised that that was my enjoyment. So much so that we'd, we'd go out for a walk and I would be always taking my camera because it was my... It was it was like a, it was like a baby with a dummy. I want to take this dummy somewhere because it's, it's, it's my... Um, Comfort. Yeah, so, and she kind of went, can we just go for a walk and just walk and appreciate the walk as opposed to capturing it? And I'm like, yeah, but they'll probably at that moment just present itself to us or to me and I can go, oh, well, I can take a picture of it. And then I realised what she said and I went, you're actually right. I'd rather spend this time cherishing, making memories with you that we can tell our kids or, you know, our friends and family as opposed to getting that two or three shots that I've loved I can always pick a camera and go for a walk on my own. It doesn't have to be with Jen. So when I'm with somebody else, the importance of being with Jen is my focus. I don't want to focus it on myself. So what are you going to do, apart from obviously um, getting out with your camera a little bit more and, and doing a bit of self-care, what else are you going to do differently this lockdown? What about... Maintaining weight. What about exercise-wise? What about health? Yeah, I met the, I met uh, my, my um, Connor James, um, JC Fitness, who I've had on the pair twice. Um, he has done uh, his online classes. Uh, sorry, he's done he's done the gym, so he's done it online. So I'm waking up in the morning doing online classes uh, with him, which is fantastic. Um, I think also he's looking to to launch a YouTube channel as well. Um, so look for that one in the future. Um, and so that's for me for weight loss that's quite a few i also want to get back reading i've not read for a while uh i'm halfway through a book by professor damien hughes i don't know if you know him um absolute legend of a man um and it's the book uh, think like alex ferguson uh and it's actually a good book um it just opens your eyes to other things uh, i've done i'm halfway through that and i've also downloaded the audio book that you recommended to you, which was the four-hour work week. So, yes, yes, good, good. yes. So for me, when I go out uh, doing the photography, I'll have that in my ears as I'm taking photos. So I'm in the zone, but I'm, I'm self-learning. Um, I'm self-absorbing. And um, I just want to make sure I keep a positive mindset. I don't want to fall into that relying on something like I was relying on the alcohol last time. And for me, it was a reliant. And that's where I made. Um, that's where I kind of understood what was what was, what was happening. Um, so I want to make sure I'm. That I'm, was I'm, your escapism. Was the alcohol last time? Yeah, 
it was a, it, I'm, I want to I want to be as far removed as that as possible. So I want to make sure that I'm generating time to have a read. I'm generating time to um, have with Jen my self care, also self development. Um, just so I'm not stale for a month. I've actually I want to come out of okay. So on the last day of lockdown, when someone asked me what did you do, I can turn around and go. I finished this book. I started another one. I actually learned this, this, and this, and I've now got a hundred pictures that I didn't have before that I, I like, and I've taught myself. What goals, man? Goals. Goals. Like yeah, you had a, you you steady Eddie down there. What are you going to do? Is it, is it is he frozen? Is he frozen? Or is that him no, just no, like posing? He's just that cool. Uh, what <laughs> what what do you plan to do differently or exactly the same, Ross? Are you, are you just like, that's oh, a breeze, man. Amongst a breeze for me. And one of them cannot be beat the kids in any more games. You've got to let them win, Ross. No, no never no, let them win. Ross, my never let them win. Never let them win. Never happening, ever. They're Character not building. No, they're not beating me at anything, ever. Ever. Not happening. Um, what am I doing differently? I'm not... Not, not necessarily differently, but what are you... What... Do you, uh, what are you going to change necessarily? To be fair, the the four weeks doesn't make me doesn't make me want to change anything. If I'm if I'm putting it that way, um, a bit like Rom said, he, he's not looking forward to the four weeks. Doesn't make the blindest bit of difference to me. To be honest, it, it genuinely doesn't change anything. Um, if we were locked down to now till March, doesn't make that much difference. It's not like like I said before, it doesn't really make that different much mass, massive difference to me. But um, in general, I quite like that. I'm, I'm quite goals driven. Um, I'm, I was, I, I want to read a book. I'm the same with same as Roma, really. I've got quite a few. Um, so I read, um, I, will, I won't go into what I've read, <laughs> um, but I've read a couple that were. That were quite you read good. Stick of the Dump? Stick of the Dump? Yeah. I have read Stick of the Dump many awesome. times as a kid. That was, that was an awesome book, uh, along with um, Adrian Mole. Was it nine and three quarters, then ten and three quarters, yeah, then yeah. eleven and three quarters, twelve and three quarters, thirteen and three quarters, or something like that? They were great books. I loved all that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I don't know, mate. There's, there's, I quite like some of my uh, war books. So I quite lead in like the the true one. I was, I, I tend to read like when I go on holiday, I'll read halfway through one and then never finish it. So I was through one that was about um, a guy that was a bomb disposal expert. Um, over in Iraq, over that war, um, it, it's harrowing. It's, just, it's it's crazy harrowing, but I find them really interesting. I find them. I find them. I prefer real real things more than stories and um, reading that, about people's lives. And, biographies, not biographies, and that kind of thing as well. Yeah, I like all of, all of that. I like reading about people um, more so than other things. So I've got I've got a couple upstairs I've not done. I've also got some like. Because uh, I do sales as a job, would you believe it? Um, and I've got some sales books that I've never read. Um, I've got about four um, that I've that I bought. Like, what is it? How to negotiate like your life depended on it. I'm I'm about halfway through that, and again, just kind of gave up on it and never finished it. And I, I want to. I would like to say I quite like that idea, Rom, of 
I want to come out and say, okay, this is what I've done. So I might, instead of going to bed and watching the telly, because you, you know, when I said to you last week, or when we, after the podcast had finished, I was like, how do you find time to read all these books? And you went, I just go to bed earlier and read them, and then it helps me sleep. So I was like, oh, that sounds like a good. So that's kind of played on my mind a little bit. So I might, start, I might not change much, but I might start doing that. Little, little fact for you: If you do read before to go, if you do read before you go to bed, that's the time that you actually remember things better. Little fact. Depends how tired but, you are. Sometimes Benitez I read, read about the first two lines about eight times and think I'm going to sleep. <laughs> so no, apart from that, I don't know. Not not too much to be fair. Yeah. Plus um, you're not. Plus I mean you're not drinking as well, which is which is obviously a, a big change from the first lockdown. I think what you can yeah. do, Ross, as well, is you can compliment the wife every every single day of lockdown. A compliment a day. I'm not, mate. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not reducing the amount that I compliment, compliment her. Hey! <laughs> I'll find out whether Claire thinks that's true or not. <laughs> what about nope. from a from a from a health point of view, Ross? Are you getting out a bit? I know you hate hate the walks. Are you running again? No, um, I was. When's this marathon? When's this marathon? It moved till next October, which oh, kind of ages, man. It it hurt me that to be mm. honest. Um, when it was next April, that's when I went right. I need to. I've been given two shots of it. Let's let's move. Yeah, like in. if it was uh, like if it was April still, you'd you'd probably be still starting to ramp up training a little bit now, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um. So I did and went for a little run. My calves. I, I keep ripping my calves. Um. And it is just so infuriating. There's there's nothing worse. Been to a physio about it? Seen anything about it? No. Typical bloke. Do you know I have this conversation all the time as a coach in Mummy Football? Constantly. I must have this conversation with guys two, three times a week. Oh, I'm injured at the moment. You know, hamstrings. Have you done anything about it? No. Been to your physio? No. Been to learn any new stretches? No. Do you know what I did notice? And I think this is my lack of movement in general. It's because I I was doing it. I was starting to start looking at doing my workouts, pull my muscle and went, oh, this. just gave up on everything, mate. I just couldn't be bothered. So I, I don't move. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I, I walk downstairs, sit at my desk, do my work, go to the living room, watch telly, go to bed. Basically, you know what I mean? Then I walk downstairs again. That's literally it. Um, and I think... Because I've got that stagnated life, it's not helping my muscles in my calves. So it's a case of the, the when I started to do it, and I was because I was working out at home that night, that week when I went and played football on the week, the extra games at the weekends, um, it was great. It was the first time I actually walked off, and I was buzzing. I was like, it's the first game I've played football in about five months, and I've not had a twinge or a, twi- a pull in my leg. And that's the only thing I could put it down to is the fact that I'd actually done exercise on it. So I think. I've, <laughs> I've been resting it, in inverted commas, for about six weeks, um, hoping that it's going to get right. And I don't think I'm doing the right thing, if I'm perfectly honest. So I might even, or I will, because I know if I say might, you'll tell me I've got to. Um, I'll, and my wife stood here listening, look, look, because I'm saying, saying something. Every time I have a take podcast a note, Claire, you, take a note. <laughs> every time I do a podcast oh god I've just dropped you uh, every time I do a podcast for you guys and I'm going right we're going to do this she's like oh uh, yeah oh, and then I, um, <laughs> yeah you said you were going to do this um, so you had to ask me this question shut up woman um, I'll get whacked in a minute um, 
So we, I'll, I'll get up tomorrow and I'll go for a walk. I will put a podcast on and I will have a wander. And I think I need that for my own sanity as well because I'm not sleeping at night at the moment um, at all. I'm going to bed at 10 o'clock and I'm awake at half three still. Just lay in bed wide awake. Nothing I could do about it. Yeah. So There's a very, very good chance that that's a lack of, of exercise. Yeah, but I'm... I'm waking up, like I say, because I'm waking up later. Normally, my get-up time is quarter past six. If I'm going into work, I'm up at quarter past six and I'm in and out and up and gone in work and everything. But now I'm not having to get up till half seven, something like that. And that's then I'm going, oh, I don't need to get up till half seven, so I'm all right. So I'm not I'm not sleeping well and I need to give my body a bit of a shock. So I'm going to get up when the missus gets up in the morning. I'll get up at quarter past six tomorrow, which is going to kill me. Uh, and I'll go for a walk. For are, maybe... you, are you tracking them steps? No. Like, my what track... are you currently doing? Uh, no. My tracker's broke, mate, if I'm perfectly <laughs> honest. Um, that's what I'm asked for for Christmas, actually. People are asking me what to get for Christmas. Um, my, might... my band, MI, from China. Brilliant, mate. Dead cheap as well, 30 quid. Brilliant. That's brilliant. Well, I want the new Google. Is anyone is anyone into the smart watches or anything like that? I want. I so want the Google. so I've, had, I've had an Apple Watch. I've had an Apple Watch. I've had a Fitbit, and I've had this my this this my band, uh, and this is the best one by a Ooh. mile, and it's the cheapest one. The, 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 from my um, experience, the um, the Fitbit was good. Don't get me wrong. The Fitbit was pretty good. The Apple Watch batches absolutely was crap. But it was it, it was an early one to be fair, but I still believe that that's an issue. And um, the battery wouldn't last a day by the end. Got to charge it during the day, which is completely not pointless. This that's, once a week. That's where that's where my Fitbit is at the moment. It lasts four hours, and I'm like, that's friggin' yeah. pointless. I spend longer yeah. charging it than it is on my wrist. De- so it depends I've, what you want out of it. It depends what you want out of it. At the moment, like I say, I want the this. There's always rumours about Google doing a Pixel Watch, so I want that, and it's never been released for about the past three years, and I've been waiting for it forever. Um, and so I don't want a smartwatch or like an, an expensive Fitbit. I just want mm. a band that links to Fitbit. So I might, I might ask for one of them for Christmas. Honestly, my band. You download the app on your phone. Brilliant, mate. Thirty. I think mine was, mine was the top original was thirty-five quid off off, uh, off Amazon. But I like linking it to Fitbit because I've got the scales that go with the mm. Fitbit and yeah, it like the same, logs all my tracking. Mate, honestly, it does all the same things. does all the same things. You food, everything. Logs up to everything. My fitness pal, all that kind of stuff. Check it out. Check the, check the reviews out on Amazon. So, so I'll go for a walk for you tomorrow, boys. Yeah, because the thing is, so the thing is, like, massive, massive inactivity now. Like, that's, that's, there's a good chance that that's probably muscle wastage. Yeah. You don't if you don't train, the muscles waste. And I think the thing from you is because you are an all or nothing kind of guy, that when you very first come back to play football and you were getting these niggles all the time, it was because you were thinking that you could run like you used to run. And not only were you, you know, and I'm sure you don't mind me saying, not only were you heavier, but also the muscles weren't as strong as what they were previously. Which is yeah, why true. you get Roman was a typical example. Came back playing eleven side game, not done anything for ever, however long, so he's hamstring. And he yep. took the warm up. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was, <laughs> he that, took was the, the warm-up. that was the that was the joke. That was the joke of the day because I'd, I'd done the warm up. He took the warm up, but it was because you know he was he was full out chasing a ball. It was good, to be honest, he was going out for throwing anyway. But he was full out. Was then he threw on goal? He scored the goal. 
full full steam ahead chasing 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 this player, um, and his body was like, no, you ain't done, you ain't done this for five months. <laughs> what do you think you're doing? Hamstring gone, and that's because you you know you have to ease yourself back into it. I don't like easing though. Yeah, I know, but really but if you don't ease, you get niggles. This year, Man v Fat is raising money for Shooting Stars Children's Hospice, who due to COVID-19 are having to stop providing end-of-life and emergency respite for so many families who are still relying on them during this difficult and challenging time. If you'd like to find out more information about this amazing charity, then head over to manvfat.org to find out more. You know that's what that's one thing that I'm actually quite a kite a kite. This is a, a word there, kite. Um, I'm I'm quite happy about the moment. Um, a it was looking back at the photo that somebody took of that Stoke game, looking how fat I was, and I was, I was the, my clothes were skin tight. It was awful. Um, and B because I did my injury, I've now just rather than rush back, I'm just chilling out. And I'm just concentrating on repairing those hamstrings before I can even think about doing anything else. So I said to Connor, I said, next year when I'm at, when when you when you okay it for me start to start back, I want you to treat me like I've just for the first time walked in this gym. So you can treat me from that and stop me um, on the third on the third exercise, and then I'll I'll bulk up each 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 month or each week or whatever. Um, because I don't want to rush back into it. I want to make sure that I'm physically able and I can carry on and I've got 10 more years of exercise in my body as opposed to, you know, not because I've brushed back and I've, you know, got the... And I'm also getting, I'm also going to the uh, physio as well. Went to the physio and, oh my God, I've never screamed so much in my life. She, she was bending my legs like, like, I didn't, like I didn't ever think they'd bend. Honestly, the way that you two both play football... It was probably inevitable that you would get niggles because you, you very much are nothing. You need to play like me, well with inside yourself. Sharp thought, in the sharp in the head, but that's about it. I mean, I thought I was bionic because I mean you could answer, but it turns out I've got stronger thighs than I have hamstrings, and that's my, my hamstrings are just that. That's what it does. That's what it does. That's why you. That's why you 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 pull them because you overweight one muscle, not the other. Mm. Connor will tell you that. He does yeah. every day. <laughs> okay, so so we've got some we've got some lockdown goals. Uh, Did you say yours, Stu? No, no. I, I, I was going to leave him off just to see how long it took before he complained. <laughs> to be honest, uh, <laughs> Ross is Ross is going to do a bit of a. He's going to start reading and he's going to start walking to try and build up a bit of strength. Uh, and Rom. It's going to start a bit of self-development and a bit more self-care. Yeah. To work on his hamstrings. Yeah. So, Stu, so what are you going to do? Well, funny you should ask. So, I am going to take part in Manly Fat Bingo. Manly Fat Bingo is uh, a concept that is basically going to keep me on track throughout the month as much as I possibly can. So, in my in my sulfur team, uh, me and uh, Adam have challenged each other to see how many bingo squares we can knock off in a month. So we basically, we distributed the bingo cards to each player that said, um, so for example, one of them was uh, listen to your favourite album, which is obviously self-care. Um, 
And once you've done that, you cross it off your bingo card. Another one was do uh, a workout in the other room, which is the online um, gym that everyone gets access to through, through Man V Fat. Uh, one of them is track your food for the week. I'm pretty up to date on that. Uh, so there's certain things that, that you, you tick off, you cross off basically as long as you go. And that is how I'm going to stay on track. My goal is very specific. It is a weight loss goal. So I want to uh, lose, in a month, I want to lose four kilograms, which is about a kilogram a week. Maths, quick maths. Um, so yeah, you lose four kilograms uh, and I want to start to, I've got a um, couch to 5K. I want to start to, 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 to run in and do probably between two and a half and 3K by the end of lockdown. Uh, and I also but, want to do 10,000 steps a day. Minimum. I like it. I like it. I ain't got anything else to do because I'm, I'm, I'm furloughed. So literally I'm just going to throw myself into it. Uh, do you know what? How much of a change is this compared to last lockdown? Massively. How much more positive are we? Massively. And, and my situation hasn't massively changed either, but I am so determined um, that the last that this lockdown doesn't go, and I know that the last lockdown was a long time, um, that it doesn't go the same way. I'm, I'm determined that I'm going to come back lighter. I'm determined I'm going to come back fitter. Determined that I'm going to come back uh, in a better, uh, positive kind of mental state than what I was last time. Do you think? Do you think this has this lockdown? Oh, this lockdown. Oh, sorry, last lockdown. Do you think people now realise that? it brought the worst out in a lot of people and they've quickly realised it and now they've been given a second, not a second chance in life kind of thing, but but a self, a mirror has been just put in front of them. I think people know what to expect. So that's made things a little bit easier. I think that people also, a lot of, and this is, I've spoke to a lot of guys who've returned through Mambi Fat Football, um, a lot of guys came back a lot heavier, a lot heavier. Um you know, the, the stats are there to see that a lot of guys put a lot of weight back on. Um, I, don't, I don't need that. I've got Facebook memories. Jesus Christ, mate. And I think lot, this is the thing, but I think a lot of, a lot of guys came back a lot heavier and had got any kind of um, really healthy habits that they that they, they were either in or they'd created went completely out. And, and the thing is, you can't demonise yourself for that because it's a pandemic lockdown. Nobody's ever experienced one before. And it's like, well, what, what the F do we do now? I think now we know a little bit more about how it's going to go. It's only a month. Fingers crossed, only a month. That's going to help as well, that we can probably see a bit more of a, a, a light at the end of the tunnel with it rather than it being, you know, six months and thinking, oh, you know, what we're going to do six months. Um, so, yeah, I think that a lot of guys are really, really positive about it. And I'm determined, as, particularly with my coach's hat on. So I, as you know, guys know, I coach at Wigan. I'm determined to, to, that my guys, I want the majority of them guys to come back lighter. And I will, I reward them on the on the pitch for that, on the, on the, the scales that anyone who comes back having lost two kilograms and above is going to get a bonus goal. Because I think that this, there's an element of this that could be the new normal um, that we locked down for couple of months at a time, six weeks, four weeks, particularly at the start of next year. Um, so I, I'm determined that we come up with a plan each time and we execute that plan to stay healthy. 
Good. I like it. I like it. Do you think, how how are you, are you looking forward to, I mean, I don't say you're looking forward to Christmas, but are you looking forward to Christmas as in like mentally preparing yourself because it's not going to be Christmas as we know it? It's going to sound horrible. I, I really like Christmas usually, but genuinely couldn't really give a shit about it this year. It's not going to be the same. I know that it's not going to be the same. Uh, I've kind of wrote it off already. Kind of thought if I have it, you know, write it off. It is what it is. It's one Christmas out of bloody eight. Fingers crossed, I'll live for eighty years, but it's one Christmas out of eighty. Yeah, I just, just wrote it off and think, well, whatever happens, on Christmas happens. I think I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say to my parents, if if we do get to go around there for Christmas Day, I'm just going to say, don't even bother doing a turkey. Don't even bother doing any kind of meal like that. Let's just have beans on toast for the night because it, it'll be. We know what Christmas shopping is like already and ordering produce and things like that in a, this day and age with this going on the nightmare's just going to double I don't think it's necessarily going to be anything that's I think that anything that I don't think that's massively going to be an issue but I think what will be an issue is it won't feel like I visit everyone on Christmas don't Christmas that, that week between like Christmas Eve to pretty much New Year's Day I visit everyone three or four times um, and go for a drink with the lads every year and, and, and do all that kind of thing and I know that there's a good chance that won't won't be able to happen this year um, and it's just about finding doing making the best of a shit situation really yeah right let, let, let's get something fun in now come on let's, let's, no, let's... No, no, I'm, fun. I'm good I'm feeling good about it we well, have your face I, <laughs> I'm feeling good about it you rock on. I'm, I'm like going off, like dropping off. Come on, let's, let's, let's get this going. <laughs> right, Roman. Hello. We've got, we've got a new a new feature from yourself. Are we having a jingle for this? I don't know. I, I, if I, I fancy having some uh, self care time on the um, on creating a jingle with my monthly lockdown spare time, I can create something. Well, the listeners will know whether there's a jingle because if there's a jingle. It'll play now. That's a no. And if you, and <laughs> the feature is called "If I Said," and it'll be followed by a question. Well, let's just play the feature, and the and the viewers will probably be able to work out what the feature is. Okay. So, play the jingle now, or not? Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> And if you like to add jingle, there's plenty more to come from. Uh, I write it myself. Um, okay, so no. Okay, so this week's we're going to go in quite t- kind of tame, and we'll get we'll get it going each each podcast. So I'm going to say to you, if I said that superhero movie, which one would you think about, Ross? Go on. It's for you first, mate. I'm, I can't even think of the name of the movie because I'm trying to go a little bit out of the box. Um, it's the it, it's kind of a superhero movie if it counts. Um, this isn't like a reverse quiz where you've got to try and guess it. I just generally don't know what it is. Um, and it starts. It's all black and white, and there's uh, Sin City. Yes, I actually really quite enjoyed Sin City. Good film. Um, the first one, second one, I don't think is as good. I've not seen the second one yet. I, I've just saved you a lot of two hours of your life. There you go. Okay. Um, I quite like the first one. 
bit, okay. a bit different from me, an ordinary superhero one, but I'll go with that. All right. I'll take that. I'll take that. But if, but if I said that superhero movie, that's the one you'd go to, that's the one you'd come in your head and that's the superhero movie? That's the... I mean, that's the one that came to my head. Um, I quite... Just because... Not massively into them all, to be honest. It's, I'll, I'll watch them when I'm, I'm mind-numbingly and don't want to concentrate on something. Um, I watch them then, so I can hear people slagging me off for that. But yeah, they're, they're all, I mean, like Thor was all right, uh, Hulk was okay. The what's the other guy's name that has the mask that comes down and can fly with his boots? Iron Man. No, not Iron Man. Iron Man was all right as well. Quite a lot. Um, I like I like something with a little bit of comedy in it as well, and and just something a little bit different rather than it just all being like Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. Deadpool was good. I quite enjoyed Deadpool as well. Again, first one was better than the second one. Stu, mm. I know you're a, I know you're a superhero uh, head. You you like superhero movies. Um, you could probably name the Marvel index from start to finish chronologically and release date um so if i said to you Stu, that superhero movie what would it be x-men 2 x-men 2 justify your answer x-men 2 although it's not the greatest superhero movie ever made that is black panther however x-men 2 ah no i just there's two, there's two, right? So, there's two. X-Men 2 showed the world what a superhero movie could be. It paved the path. It was a gateway. It, it, was... it was a It was a sequel that was better than the original. Um, Hugh Jackman had a chance to, to beef up for his role of Wolverine, which he didn't in the first. He was a little bit bad bod. But yeah, he was pretty rich in X-Men 2. Uh, it was just a brilliant, brilliant film. And I'd never seen... A film. Uh, I was a massive X-Men fan as a kid, you know, Saturday mornings, 90s, da, 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 you all know. Um, Gam- yeah. Gambit, Gambit was a great character. Gambit, that one, yeah, Gambit was, I was, yeah. I was gutted. The, he wasn't brought back for any of the superheroes. No, no, was he, he wasn't. He wasn't. Um, but yeah, so X-Men 2 was, was, was the superhero movie that I believe showed me um, what a superhero movie could be. However, I'm also going to give a special mention to Blade. Blade had the best... Blade 1. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's a bit one. The best opening scene, I'm going to say, of any action movie I've ever seen. Operation Blade in the... the, the, The the rave, the illegal rave, isn't it? In the illegal rave, when the sprinklers started spraying blood. It was an absolutely... And I can remember watching it and just thinking... Wow, that is absolutely unbelievable, and that kind of paved the way for the X Men. Um, it was a bit darker than what superhero movies usually are, but yeah, they're, they're the two that's back that, that's massively stand out when you say that superhero movie. But then, I mean, they've both been bettered, there's better movies out there. Um, Endgame is an absolute masterpiece of movie making, yeah, not seeing it. Masterpiece. It's, it's good. It's good. Do you know? Do you know? I don't think I've seen it. Is because I, I, I kind of lost track on where they were. So it was because it was it was those kind of movies that my 
wife and kids won't go to the cinema with me to watch. So I didn't go to the cinema to watch him. And then trying to pick him up on Sky, not knowing which one was coming out where or where it was, I'd miss, I'd miss him or whatnot. So I was like, have I seen this Avengers? Which one have I seen? And, and you know, and, and I lost track of him. So I have got it penciled in to sit and watch all of them and, and find yeah. out. So I don't even know what happens. I don't I even watch, know. I watch one a week. Like Marvel Cinematic Universe, like watch one a week, one every week, something like that. There is like a chronological order you can watch them in, but I think that you can watch them in any order, to be honest. I, can I go again, Rob? Yeah, I, I just want to say that about the Marvel Universe, and I think they have approached it right, as in the Marvel Universe. And what I do like about the Marvel Universe is every film is a standalone film in itself, and it's good. You don't, you don't have to watch any film around it. You can just put on Thor 2. You don't have to watch Thor 1 or Thor 3. You why just... would you put? Why would you pick that one? That's like the worst one of like twelve movies. I was given an example. All right, Iron Man two. Then you didn't have to watch number one. That's the second worst one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Iron Man three. I don't know. Good one. Right. Okay. Okay. Underrated. Right. R- Christmas Ros- movie. Roster. Roster. You go for it. I really liked the 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 Joker one. The mo- the more recent one. Mm, Jack where it was where it was all about him. Becoming the Joker. Oh, um, wacky. Oh, wacky. I, I was in, enthralled by that. I thought that was such a good turn on a... On a, on a, on that's, a, a that's a super villain film, though. Yeah, but it's the same thing, isn't it? We're, we're talking comic book movies. Don't I said, totally I said, geek I, out. I, said, I didn't say comic book movies. I said that superhero movie. Oh, can, well, I have toxic, can I have Toxic Crusader, then? Can I throw that one in there? Oh, that's a great film, that. Okay, well, can I throw that in there? Uh, yeah. the killer tomatoes. Or the Teenage Mutant Ninja oh. Turtles. That was good as well. Oh, badass. Oh, the, the original. The original. So the original, I remember, like we had it on pirate, on pirate VHS. I the still quote, to... "I love being a turtle." When he goes to chop off his head and he ducks in his shell and he puts his head back up and he goes, "I love being a turtle." I still oh, quote every time I ever order pizza. Pizza do got for any seconds. <laughs> that wasn't Donald Trump, by the way. Oh, wasn't it? <laughs> if I if you were going to ask me the question, does anyone want to ask me the question? Well, I think you know it. If someone's going to ask me the question, that if I said to you that superhero movie, I would simply say The Dark Knight. Just it. Do you know what? No, I'm, I'm going to scratch. That. I'm going to slate that off because to me, it's not a superhero movie. It isn't. It is because it's in uh, the universe of superheroes. It's it's a it's a Nolan film. And I, well, I, just... I think you do. I think you do discredit to superhero films by saying that because this is modern storytelling. Yeah. There's a reason that Marvel's been around since the 1950s. There's yeah. Because they they tell good stories, and you know. I mean, Super Ted the movie was pretty decent. I used to love Super Ted. Masters yeah. of the Universe. Oh. Terrible film. Great, <laughs> great cat. But what did they do? Bank, bankrupt the studio or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wondering, right? yeah. yeah. Courtney Cox thrown in there for some reason. But no, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. And I think there was no one's approach to a superhero uh, genre. He, he, it was flawless. He did it his way. It was, it was about, for him, it's about storytelling. And 
And he looked back at how Batman was filmed in the previous past, and he didn't go, oh, well, we need to retell that story and do that and make it look how I want to. He went, Batman has never had an origin story. He's never had an origin film, sorry. And he went, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to delve into where Batman has come from, and that was Batman Begins, and it was a complete origin story. And obviously, then the real villain comes into play with the Joker, and to this day, it's probably one of the best performances I've seen. And God rest his soul. And then I think topped it off with Dark Knight Rises, and God, God love the man, absolute legend, Tom Hardy. Um, I think they're, they're just they're just brilliant. I think. Let me, let me ask you a question. Go on. Have you have you seen the trailer? For the new Robert Pattinson Batman film, uh, yes, with the Nirvana soundtrack. No, amazing. Watch no, it. right. Dark, moody, everything Batman should be. Yeah, yeah. Watch it. Good. Anyway, moving on. Brilliant. I lot. I like not, that. Um, he's not a superhero, though, is he? Well, it let's, depends let's on you. you chose Sin City as, a, as a superhero film, so... <laughs> he's, a, he's a rich guy with, with gadgets, yeah. effectively, isn't so he? Was so was Inspector Gadget. Yeah, and he was a superhero as well. That was a bad movie, wasn't it? Matthew Broderick. That's a great cartoon, though. Oh, remember, yeah. Do you remember Claw? I'll the Claw. Get I'll get you, Gadget. That yeah, one. That's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, did he have a cat? Yeah. Yeah. What was his cat called? Don't think you ever. Don't think you ever found out. Really? No, he must have had a name. I'm going with someone like Mr. Fluffy or something. Felix. I don't know. Was he cat robotic as well? Or was he cat? No, it was a cat. Yeah. There you go. I like that. I like that segment. I think we'll keep that in, Rob. It's just a just a brain fart segment. It's just something to free that's up. Three, right, right. That's three podcasts now that you've got the phrase brain farting on the last three podcasts well if I'm not allowed to, if I'm not allowed to yeah good egg has been overused for the past 16 podcasts it, every time you say that it reminds me of Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory when she when he goes she was a bad egg which is the greatest film ever made obviously Gene Wilder uh, did, did you know Roald Dahl hated it I don't give a the, shit the film I loved it <laughs> That's Wait. the last book for our thread. That's sticking a dump. No. <laughs> Did you ever read when you go to the toilet, like uh, books? Do you always have a book next to your toilet? I normally used to read, I always used to get the Guinness World Records and Ripley's Believe It or Not. And I've still got them by my toilet right now. I was they're they're say, so good. Guinness, Guinness World Records, you always see next to toilets, don't you? In dudes places. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, oh, so that, good oh. you can open it, read, read a few different ones, and you're away. What does man v fat mean to you? Lose weight and enjoy a game of football. Mental health camaraderie. Friends, football, fat loss. Reverse my diabetes. Big, sweaty, fun. Life-changing football. Better and healthy lifestyle. Good competitive sport. Teamwork, banter, and weight loss. Create a winning mentality to lose fat. Hard work, regime, and football. It means sustainable weight loss. Don't let the boys down and don't let yourself down. 
Man v Fat. Way, play, lose, win. So, we're, we're coming... This is another new segment. We're segmenting it up. We're are, we seg- are, we, are we segways into segments? We're just refreshing this podcast like you wouldn't believe. You know what I mean? And this one's called Top Freeze. And inspired... Top Freeze? Top Freeze? Help. As in, like, Help. Mr. Freeze? Help. Top and um, Christmas. Um, yeah, and this this section inspired by Monty Fat Bingo, and one of the um, one of the bingo uh, squares being listen to your favourite ever album. We are going to play top threes, and the subject is. Top three albums of all time. Roman, play the jingle. I'm going to start with Ross. Ross, what are your top three albums of all time and why? So I'll throw in um, Green Day, American Idiot. Um, To be brutally honest, um, I was not really, not my, not Green Day, not really my kind of music, to be fair. then uh, I, I listened to that album, loved it, every single song on it, start to finish. Um, and then I got offered a ticket to see Green Day over at Old Trafford Cricket Ground um, and went, yeah, I'll go to that. Not even really understanding what they were, who they were, and just it was probably the best concert I've ever been to in my life. So that album sticks with me quite a bit, um, and I love it. I often listen to that. and quite enjoy it. Am I okay with that one? Good album, good album. Number two. Uh, going, going a bit eclectic, uh, Paul Simon Graceland. Great album. Absolutely love it. It reminds me of pissed up nights with me and my mum with that on full blast, pissing everybody else off that's trying to sleep when it's just me and her up left at a party till stupid o'clock in the morning yeah. listening to all of the tunes. And I'll again, love all of them. Absolutely love listening to that all the time. Great album. And the last one, if now don't rage, but I'm going to have a, a kind of a compilation that's not, well, it is, but Bob Marley Legends, I can't get enough of that album. And I know it's a compilation, but it's got all the tunes on it that I like listening to. It's literally everything. And it, it it's, yeah, that one. Those three. What? Bob What's your three bangers off each of them albums? Three Little Birds. Um, favorite, probably one of my favourite songs of all time, to be honest. Um, Graceland, I'd have anything off Graceland. Uh, any one of them. Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes, really like that. Yeah, I love that. Um, that's pretty cool. And American Idiot, there's, there's one. Uh, Wake Me Up When September Ends, that's pretty cool. Um, I can't remember this. No, the one that starts. Nobody likes you. Everyone hates that one. Oh, where it is? That's a tune. I can't remember which one it is. But yeah, that's uh, my free. Excellent, excellent work. Going to go over to Mr. Roman Conrad. Roman, top three albums. Go. Uh, top three albums. Um, so, um, Fleetwood Mac. Rumours. Why is that, Ron? Because Fleetwood Mac uh, are one of my favourite bands. Uh, basically, 
they just they're amazing. Uh, yeah, most dis- dis- dysfunctional band ever, but wrote brilliant music. Have you ever seen a documentary about that? About yeah. that, the Rhino album, amazing. What's your What's your banger off that album, Ron? The chain, easy. Mm. The chain, just it's just. Ugh. Well, this, this, I don't need to like justify why the chain. Everybody knows Fleetwood Mac the chain. Uh, certainly, if you've watched the F one, um, but it just yeah, goosebumps every time. Number uh, two, uh, it is the Beatles and the White Album, and um, the banger off that one is "Whilst My Guitar Gently Weeps." I remember I was in the pub uh, when I used to live at the flat. Next to me, it was when it was an old, not a biker's pub, but it was a lot of bands would play. Uh, and this song started playing one time, and I turned around to this gentleman and went, can you tell me what this song is? He went, it's Whilst My Guitar Gently Weeks by The Beatles. Went home, Googled it, loved it, started talking about this song, and my mate went, that's actually from the White Album. Go home, listen to the White Album from start to finish, without skipping a track, just listen to it its entirety. And I did, and I fell in love with the album. Because uh, it was different. It's, I don't like I don't like the Beatles. I never really I was more Rolling Stones over the Beatles, but that one just got me hooked. Um, and the other one, I was I was only an hour in with this one, um, and it was Marshall Mathers LP um, by Eminem. It just back in the days, school days. It was it, was, it just hit the right. You know when you're just in that right time of music for the right age for that right of music and it, for me it was Slim Shady out of LP um, closely followed by there was, there was two others that was close contenders but I think if you actually look at them I think in how, how that's, not even a, that's not even a close contender the one was Americana by The Offspring and the other was um, Offspring Lim- yeah and the other about The Offspring for years man and the other was uh, Limp Biscuit Chocolate Starship, Starfish and Salt and sort of Flavoured Water, water. Um, but when you when you're trying to mix them up in the bag and think which one's the best, well, Slim Shady comes out top um, anyway. Um, but yeah, they 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 are my top three albums. Top three albums. What about what about what about yours, Stu? Well, thank you for asking, Roman. Very good of you. <laughs> so my first choice would have been Rumours by Fleetwood Mac. Oh. Some- but somebody completely stitched me up. They they can also be your favourite. It would probably be top. But I will I will go with three a different one for that one. So the first one um, is is probably it's an album that um, used to get played a lot in our house along with Graceland, um, which is why I love that album so much. And it's Billy Joel, Innocent Man. Everybody goes, oh yeah, that's the album that's got Uptown Girl on it. It's literally the worst song on the album. The album is amazing. It's honestly, I absolutely love it and I listen to it all the time. Uh, and the banger off that album would probably be um, uh, what would it be? So many. It would probably be uh, uh, Keep the Faith, which is towards the back of the album. It's a good tune. Good song. Good song. Uh, the second one would be Tracy Chapman by Tracy Chapman. Absolutely. She's got a fast car, hasn't she? She has. Mm. That, that um, is, that's, that's one of my favourite songs of all time. 
absolutely love that album and that, I listen to it all the time. That song, right, when that comes on, you can't skip it. When that song comes on, there's just no, you've just got to listen to it. And it gets better. It's one of the few songs it gets better and better every time you listen to it. Like, there's loads of people covered loads of them songs off album, and not one of them comes anywhere close to what Trace Chapman was. And, and if I'm honest, I, I don't even know, I've never listened to another Trace Chapman album. <laughs> like, I've never listened to it. So many good tunes on there. Um, Fast Car's a brilliant tune. Um, Baby Can I Hold You Tonight's a brilliant tune, but was absolutely murdered by Boyzone. Um, but I think um, for me, uh, Cross the Lines is pretty good as well. I think that's probably my favourite song on that album. Um, and the third one. Um, oh, you had three. Oh, no, because Rom nicked your first no, one. No, Rom nicked me first one, didn't he? All right, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say, oh, I can't say another one, can I? No. You've got about I, eight. It's not the know, Rom yeah. show, you know. Go top three, not top eight, Rom. Um, <laughs> the other one, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with John Legend, Get Lifted, which is an early 2000s album. Um, I was a massive, I used to listen to a lot of soul when I was, when I was younger, a lot of compilation albums for Soul, and I'd never really listened to anybody who was kind of modern Soul. It was all a little bit old and a little bit kind of 60s, 60s music. And John Legend come along with that album, uh, Get Lifted, which was an absolute, like, soulful, really good album. Um, Get Lifted is probably the best track on it. Um, and I've seen John Legend a couple of times and he's as good live as what he is. I've seen him, seen John Legend, this is how long ago it was. I seen him when he was he played the Academy. So it was he was just coming up. Um and he was brilliant. Um so yeah, I think that's my top three. I've just, I've just thought of another one. I can't I know I've had like eight. Go on. Mu- music for the Jilted Generation by Podigy. Yeah, Ab- tr- absolute cracking I ne- album. I nearly put the streets in there. Ooh, I was mad into the streets that first time that come out. Yeah, forward. Um, Three kilos. I think what? it's number eleven on that track list. Right? Yeah, Origi- that was, or- original pirate material. Original pirate material. Yeah, that was. Uh, and to be fair, um, a grand old cover free is pretty good as well. Mm. Proper concept album. I nearly had either one of them. So right, so that's top three albums. That now I want. We want to go. What's your top three? Guilty pleasures. So songs that are just that some people might consider to be a bit corny or a bit naff. Right. Can, can, we, can, can, we, can we just have? Can we just no? Because we're not the license for him. But can we just have? If we don't all agree that it's a guilty pleasure, you can't. You can't have it. You can't say because it's a tune. You might pick something that's a good good tune. It's got to be cheesy, kind of. Right. You might agree it's a good tune, but you also got to agree it's pretty cheesy. Mm. Ross, Ross is raring to go. I think we should need to ask Ross. Ross. You first up. Uh, witch Doctor. Hey, Witch Doctor. I love that tune. I absolutely love it. I do genuinely love that song. What tune? Oh, wrong. How does it? Ting, time, wall, a big bang. Big bang. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I, I, I can't help. Absolutely awful. I, I, so it stays in, doesn't it? Am I allowed to keep that one in? I, I was so glad I stay in. If I do, I, do you know, it just to wind my kids up when I'm out, when I used to be out driving, uh, they've got 
little Alexas in the room, I can broadcast that song to all their speakers while I'm driving. So I often do it knowing when they're just about to come home. So it's blaring on full volume across the whole house when they walk through the door. I love it. I absolutely love that song. Love it. I think it's so cheesy and it's so get up and go. Yes. Could be actually my entrance music if I was doing like a white collar boxing. Mm. <laughs> You're bowling out to that. How could that be? Um, estimation there. You said cheese. You said you said it's got to be guilty pleasures. I yeah, went. Right. I told you. I did say I'll I'll let you into a few a bit of an insight into my head. Um, next one is probably Cascada. Every time we touch, love that tune. Ooh. It is proper cheese, and I have seen her live as well. Red Briol, rock on, Red Briol. Red Briol. Red Briol. Wow. And I stayed sober that night as well. Didn't have a beer. I wasn't drinking that time. So I was out there partying with them until about four in the morning. Bit of cascada. Um, and my last one is, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Loituma? But it's the techno version of it. Um, no, it's just not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they, I think they're Swedish. It's a Swedish band, if I'm honest, um, that just kind of localized and stuff but somebody took it and technoed it so if anybody wants to listen to what it was it's the loituma which is l-o-i-t-u-m-a techno have a listen to that and it is a tune and a half i love it it's all cheese nice <laughs> he's so proud I've come, I've, I've come to learn a lot about you through this Ross. He's so he's super proud of himself, there. Uh, you said before that your tastes were quite eclectic, but I didn't think they were that quite that eclectic. But anyway, <laughs> Mr. Conrad. Hello. Top three guilty pleasures. Oh, these are gonna. Oh, well, the first one is Falco, Rock Me Amadeus. Brilliant tune. Yeah? Do you know yeah. what I'm You don't I'm go sour on me like you don't know it. I'm a deus, I'm a deus. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Zeus, Dr. Zeus. Yep. Um, I used to love Falcao, but he never he never really got going at Old Trafford. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> um, the next one, thank you for the segue, is a football one. It is Hoddle and Waddle, Diamond Lights. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Because it's just the cheesiness of it. The cheesiness of it. And I love the fact that when he was on Top of the Pops 2 and they were doing it, um, Glenn Oddle was like, it was like, darling, I love you. And he kind of he kind of like faced away from the microphone and it just went, darling. And he was just like, oh yeah, um, miss, miss my autocue. Miss my uh, mime. Um, and the last one is Baltimore, Tarzan Boy. Pardon? Who? Baltimore, Tarzan boy. Sing it. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, that's yeah. actually quite a tune, that. I don't think that's... That, that can't be a guilty pleasure. That's not a guilty pleasure? Yeah. No. Uh, uh, they, no. See, I think that's all right. You think I, you don't, oh. You're telling me, you're telling me that, that that wouldn't be played at any shit kind of wedding DJ? It well, would get played at wedding. I think. I think that's yeah, the that, level you got to look at. You, yeah, but that's if it's going to get played at a shit wedding DJ, that's pretty guilty pleasure in my eyes. Oh, see, they're, it's they're a guilty pleasure. Shit. If you don't agree with that, I'll, I'll, I'll go for one more. See whether this one's better. So it's got to go one more, Annie. 
No, but you just cancelled that one out. So uh, all I want to do by Danny Minogue. I thought you were going to say all I want to do by um, <laughs> what they call Kevin and Perry. Kevin and Perry. Big girl, big girl. <laughs> all I do is do is do it. All I want to do is do it. That was a great soundtrack, that. Great soundtrack. The movie album was. Yeah, great. fantastic, fantastic. Oh, we could have had that. That wasn't a compilation, technically, was it? That was a movie album, so we could have had that, couldn't we? As but that's, that's, that's for a different question altogether, so that's for a different week. <laughs> so, Stu, what's, what's yours? What's your uh, guilty? Right, okay, so the first one, it's an absolute banger from my youth, and it's, it's uh, Groove Jet by Spiller. No, that's a tune. That's not, that is I not a guilty... A... That is not that. a guilty pleasure. Oh, my God. It's, che- it's cheesy as, man. No, it's not. That's just, that's just like saying um, everything I do do for love. Um, that's a, yeah, that's, a... that's cheesy as. He didn't say cheese. You said guilty, guilty pleasure. I mean, I've just poured my heart out to you, giving my three biggest intro, like the worst ones, of songs in my life. That I like. Yeah, look to. at him. Shoot, do you even know your own question? <laughs> I went all. I went all or nothing, Stu. Come on. I've just told you, Diamond Lights. But do you let yet? But do you actually listen to them tunes? Yes, I do. Download it, download them, play them. Right, we'll come back to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get away with any of these, I don't think. Nope. Uh, the second one would be uh, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting by Alan John. One of his best songs. Yeah, but it is a bit cheesy, isn't it? Do you know what guilty pleasure is, Stu? I mean, I don't think it's kind of comprehending what a guilty pleasure is. Yeah, like, I think I'm cool as fuck, but I listen to Alan John Saturday Night, so I fine at least once a day. I, I, no. I, I don't know where to start with that statement. One, that you think you're cool as fuck. <laughs> um, and, and, and two, you think that should be a guilty pleasure. Okay. Um, Unless he does, like, a really stupid dance to it. Like yeah, if you were dancing himself, around but... the kitchen singing into a microphone hairbrush, I'd give it you. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I was like, I'm cooking. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was expecting... for the wooden spoon. Yeah. I, mean, I was expecting <laughs> you coming out with something like Backstreet Boys or, or um, who's that little kid who, who from, from Canada? What's his name? Who's Justin like. Justin Timberlake. No, no. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Canada, yeah. Or maybe or maybe Oombop or something like that. Even though that's probably a tune now, actually, to be fair. Nostalgia, in it? Yeah. Um, the other one, do you know what? I've, I've recently discovered this one. Um, it's, it's Cheryl Crow, right? When she was in the heyday in the 90s. Uh, and it's it's... It's if it makes you happy, right? And it's a proper the jagged little pill album. No, no, that's a Lannis Morissette. But I do listen to that. It's a proper female kind of empowerment song, and I listen to it all the time. Sure, you it goes, to... if it if it makes you happy, and I can't sing it because it's really high. If yeah, it yeah, makes yeah, you happy, that's the one. Sure, uh, if, if are you trying to tell us something? Yeah, try to tell me it makes me happy to listen to that song. To be empowered and, like and, a female. No, but it is like it is genuinely like a. Big female empowerment song, but I just, I just think it's a banger, man. I've got. Can we just get rid of this segment and I can redo mine and just, you know what I mean, and just drop like some. No, we, we know who you are. <laughs> Frankie goes to Hollywood, two tribes. Yeah, my guilty pleasure. Banger. What is a banger? 
Exactly, that's my point. I've been making about your three uh, songs. Yeah, but you, I don't think you. Men at work. Men at work. Men at work. Land uh, down under. The safety, the safety dance. I can't remember that one. You can dance if you want to. You know, no, actually, do you know what is? You know what? Actually, actually. Will Smith, Miami. That's good, Gilly Pleasure, isn't it? Are you having that wrong? That's a good song. Yeah, but. Okay. You, you guilty, like you, you, your closest your closest one was the last one that is your guilty pleasure. That's that's probably the closest one out of those three that I'd say I'll give you as a guilty. A pleasure. guilty pleasure is one that you'd listen to and you want nobody knowing that you listen to them. Yeah, like I told you three songs that I don't want nobody ever to know that I listen to. Exactly. <laughs> and now everybody knows. Well, everybody. The seven listeners that we get be fine. <laughs> hey, hey, my that's hey, that's since you joined, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, okay. I know I think they're pretty guilty pleasures. Right, if you've got any guilty pleasures, right, make sure you comment on these because we don't get enough comments as it is. What are your guilty pleasures? And can you just confirm that all nine of our guilty pleasures we, we said, can you just list them which one the guiltiest and which one's the worst? Because I think Stu's going to be bottom three. I um, Yeah, we don't get enough comments, but... Um, we did get some comments on the last uh, podcast, didn't we, Ron? Um, somebody think... basically just calling us chodes. We, we got called chodes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's quality. I'll take it. I'll, yeah, take, I'll, I'll take it. Someone, I, someone I, commented, I, I'm happy with that. I don't even see it as an insult. <laughs> I'll take that. Brilliant. It was good. I did. Enjoy, I did before we started recording. I did say hello, chodes, when we first started this episode, which was pretty cool. You um, did. You did. So that's it. A bit of a, a bit of a mixed mash episode. Yeah. Tonight. I like how we've done two segments and you've just fucked mine right off. Cheers for that, Stu. Thanks, mate. I always do this, don't I? Yeah, I don't, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see my ass. Have, now, you, I'm not have you prepared? No. <laughs> hey, hey Ross, have you got any uh, quiz to for us? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do it different this time. I was going to say, uh, I was going to go with Guinness World Records. Oh, Mikey. nice one. Mikey. Yeah, and yeah. I was going to ask, I was going to ask for, a, I was going to ask for just for, because it was only us two, so two each. Give me something I can search for, a name, or if you're looking for, like, say, I don't know, the biggest pumpkin or some shit like that, and then you can try and see what you think the biggest pumpkin is or something along those lines. So I'll start with you, Rom. What would you like me to Google? See, I've done a quiz where I don't actually have to do any work. So you, you guys have, do it. So you haven't prepared? No, you, you're going to give me the We're just going to shout out to Google. And that's what we're no, calling this segment. That's what we're calling this segment. Shout out to Google. Um, right, Ross, I want you to Google... The heaviest structure in the world. Now, I've already done this one. Um, so, do you mean structure that is free, or do you mean structure as in a building? A, build, you... a, 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 build, a building or a structure, like a, a bridge or something like that. Can I just say one that I did prep was the heaviest weight lifted by nipples. What do you think that? I can't leave that one out. I've got to actually try and throw that question in there. What do you think the heaviest weight that somebody has physically lifted by their nipples? Did it and rip off? Did it rip off? And, yeah, this... what happened, and what happened to the person that tried the next heaviest weight and it didn't quite fit work? Oh, I'm no. going to say 15 kilos. 
Oh, I think it's going more than that. But a nipple, a nipple, a nipple. It ripped off. It must have. Oh no. Oh. Yeah. At what point is it? Is it not being lifted when it just the, the nipple is not there any longer? No. I don't know. No. When you go, that's me done. I don't want to try anymore. It hurt. Come on. Give it, me... it, it, hurt, it hurt with one kilo. All right. I'm. I'm a. <sighs> I, it surprised, the body surprises. I'm going to say 21k. What did you say, Stu? 15 kilograms. If you add them close to, together, you're not far off. <laughs> 30, 32.6 kilos some dude lifted with his nipple. I can't even lift that on my arm. 32 points. I, I say I couldn't let that one go. I had to throw that one in there. So what, what happened to the person who tried it after him? That's what I'd love to know, wouldn't you? Because yeah. if, if he's failed... <laughs> he had a nip slip. <laughs> <laughs> what was it doing? I was doing heaviest building one. Googling. Surely the heaviest building will be the biggest building, which is the uh is it the Caliph Tower or something? No, you'd think it'd be it was materials, it would be an older building because you had the older material they've got new improved materials now which would which which would be lighter but more durable. But you don't want tallest, you want the heaviest, don't you? Like the pyramid, but obviously that that's just pure brick. So I don't know. I'm thinking it's not, it's not pure brick. It's a, it's, um, it's empty inside. Are we going building then? Are you doing heaviest building in the world? Yeah. Chrysler. Chrysler building. No. Nope. The Caliph Tower in Malaysia. No, it's the Palace Palace of Parliament in Bucharest that weighs 700,000 tonnes. Oh, no, no, no. It constructed with 700,000 tonnes of steel uh, and bronze combined with 1 million cubic square metres of marble, 300,500 tonnes of glass, crystal glass, and 900,000 cubic metres of wood. There you go. Wow, there we are. I don't, I, 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 even after a thousand guesses, I still wouldn't have got that. That was going to no. be my second guess, to be fair. Oh, yeah. It's fair, fair. Well done. I like it. Go on, I'll um, do one more. I'm getting bored. I want... I want... <laughs> <laughs> if you're getting bored, bored what, are the, what are the listeners getting? Bloody hell. They switched if off. Still, if you're still with us, well done, guys. No, I've got this. Yeah, well done. Endurance I, I want to know what's the longest... Bridge in the world. You you can't ask her a question that you already know. No, I don't. I don't. I genuinely don't know it. Oh, isn't it that one in uh, Japan? Japan or it's? Oh, is it one in America where? Oh crap! Well, then I'll, I'll, I'll give you. It is in China, so you're not far off. Um, you, if you give, if you know the name of the bridge, I'll be well impressed. Um, but okay, you can have a guess at how long it is. We'll go with miles. How many miles do you think it is the longest bridge? Miles. Miles. Is it like eighty miles? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go thirty-five miles. No, I'm, I'm thinking it was either eighty. So you said eighty. An eighty over hundred. Yeah, it's eighty, and isn't it something like? The Dragon Bridge, or so, something, I'm, I'm sure, unless it's a complete. It's the Dangyang Kunshan Grand Bridge on the Jinyu High Speed Railway, aka Beijing Shanghai High Speed Railway. 
and it is 102 miles long. Check that out. Shit a brick. The first thing that goes through to my head like that is the engineering that goes behind that. It's phenomenal. Wow. Wow, that's incredible. There you go. 102 miles. That's a fair old hike, that, you know. How, how long would it take you to drive? drive? <laughs> if I was going 100 miles an hour, probably about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> at, speed, at speed limit, 35 miles an hour, it's like three hours, isn't it? Uh, it's a railway yeah. bridge, though, so... Oh, yeah, of course. I imagine not that long. Should we, we, so should, should we, uh, should, are we not going to introduce our guest yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that, Stu. I better, I better invite him we in. Didn't, we didn't even say anything about we had, didn't have a guest, did have a guest, didn't oh, have yeah. a guest. Oh, oh, you've no, not realised by now, guys, we haven't got a guest. We have, we have, well, no, no, we have got somebody in. Um, we've actually, all the way from the White House, uh, we've got Donald Trump. Um, Go, Don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Start on, then, one, more, one more for you, then. Who wants it? I want to. This is like what this is. Is this is like you've all you're blokes. You've all done it. Gone to the loo. You've got your book out. You're having a quick dump while you're reading about the Guinness World Records. So there you go. I want. Maybe, to maybe it, I want to know if someone's actually listening to this whilst having a dump, and I'm doing their Guinness World Records stats for them. How biggest, cool would that be? Biggest sausage roll ever. Do you want longest? Yeah. Longest, yeah. Wait, is it like long and thin or is it like a, a good, a good... <laughs> is it a be choke? Careful, be careful. <laughs> is it a choke? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's the longest, it's the, the record for the longest sausage roll is, and it's in metres. Eight metres. No, nah, no, much bigger than that. Much bigger than 80 metres. I'm going to go for something like 150 metres. 111 metres long sausage roll. Wow. Oh, that's better. If bet. that breaks, that's not... It's got to be a, a, a solid sausage roll, hasn't it? Yeah. Where was One. that Where was that created and when was it created? Uh, it was achieved by King Pie in Fairy Glen, South Africa, on the 25th of June, 2005. No, I'm not having it. That sounds made up. By... There's no way King Pie. King Pie in Fairy Glen, South Africa, on the 25th of June, 2005. And this is a good world record, so I, could, I'm, I'm, I know it's right. Okay. <laughs> the world's biggest crisp. Well, it's got to be part of the biggest potato on it. No, because you no, because you can make it out of other potatoes, kind of like Pringles. That's not a crisp. It's a potato chip. I can do yet yeah, the largest oh. collection of crisps, the largest bag of the largest bag of potato crisps, uh, largest box of donuts. Wow! What do you think the heaviest box of crispy cremes has ever been was? <laughs> the heaviest box is in what a standard box? Fifty kilos. With with the donuts in it. Wait, a standard dozen box or like a no, specially made the, box? The la- largest box of donuts is a crispy creme box weighing fourteen kilograms. One hundred and thirty-five kg, baby. How many donuts is that? 
the box was filled with 2,700 pieces of Krispy Kreme donuts. The, exact, the enlarged box was an exact, exact replica, even down to the labels. The box was 5.9 meters long, 4.1 meters wide, and 87 centimeters deep. I'd love to go for a swim in that. On that bombshell, guys, thank you so much for listening. It's been a bit casual. We'll be back with episode eight very soon. Thanks for listening, guys.